Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I want to walk softly on this next one. No, because, you don't. No, I do. No, I you do. Um, I, I Listen, I tend to disagree. I actually kind of see the middle ground in this this situation here. But Now I, you're going to get all diplomatic on me. So that I can just go scorched earth at some point. But I, I noticed it first on social media this morning, and it kind of was my Nick Stradamus moment. Like, I saw this coming true. I had a, my fourth quatrain at, at the end of yesterday's show was was uh, saying that in the future, people were going to want to talk about whether the Browns should bring in Mitchell Trubisky after the Steelers released him yesterday. And I actually kind of jokingly put it up on social media as yay or nay, which is the laziest sports like framing you could do of something like that. And it was intentionally lazy because the idea of Kenny Pickett is a little bit of a non-starter right now. But I knew that Mitchell Trubisky is our Kenny Pickett. Like, Kenny Pickett was the number 20th draft pick by the Pittsburgh Steelers because he played in at Pittsburgh. And because they looked at it and they're like, well, we need a quarterback. He's from here. And, well, he should be a top 10 pick because that was the preconceived nature going uh, notion going into that draft process. And then he fell to 20. He could be our Aaron Rodgers. All these kind of things. But the reality is Pittsburgh felt most comfortable with him because they knew him from having him in your backyard for the four previous seasons, or I think it was 20 previous seasons because he played in college till he was like 35. But Mitch Trubisky's that same guy. Every time he's available, he gets brought up because he's from Menor. And so it was zero surprise to me when this morning on the morning show, Ken Carmen, who has gone to bat for Mitch Trubisky, I believe every time that Mitch Trubisky's been available. He was Mitchy, Mitchy, Mitchy in uh, 2017. I don't think he was Mitchy over Miles, but I don't remember that far back in general. Um, I want to say coming off of Buffalo, there was a conversation there. Like, Ken is going to bat for Mitchell Trubisky to be in brown and orange, and this morning was no different. The fan base, they, they got Joe Flacco jerseys. The second if Deshaun Watson goes out there and has a bad pass or has a bad game or a bad quarter, there's going to be people out there yelling. There are going to be people yelling anyway, but hey, if they got 15 standing on the sidelines there, good-looking veteran, at one point was elite, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Now, if I put it over to Mitch Trubisky, yeah. well, if Mitch Trubisky doesn't see the field, then he's just a local guy who's a backup quarterback for the Browns. But I think enough time has passed to where it wouldn't be this hero's welcome if he were to be signed by the Browns as a backup quarterback. He's a good athlete. I bet he could run the offense. You can take care of him. They got I mean, bench for Mason God. Rudolph. So? So the Steelers trash <laughs> is going to be our treasure all of a sudden? I didn't say our treasure. I said our backup. That's <laughs> I mean, what I said. I, and I, honestly, I need our backup to be I, our treasure. I said our backup's backup. We got DTR I, on I need roster. our backup to be our treasure. I just well, can't you, believe it's a non-starter with you. I can't I believe it's a no-go whatsoever. Not okay, who else are you going to bring in? All right. Uh, there's a few things. One, Ken didn't mention the backup to the backup until like seven minutes of that segment. And far be it for me to accuse another host of this. Um, Ken moved the goalpost a little bit. 
because he was starting to get pressure from Peter Lynn. He was starting to get pressure from social media. Uh, Ken initially talked about Mitchell Trubisky as a good backup candidate for the Cleveland Browns. And then when Keith pushed him on it, and then when social media pushed him on it, he, oh, that said the third backup. By the end of the segment, he was calling him a camp arm. Like he was comparing him to like <laughs> Ben Friedman of Bemidji State, for the love of God. So it's it, like he didn't fall back on his principles, is all I'm saying. Now, see, finally, unloaded the clip a little bit. The, the reality is, it's Don't an hold awful back, idea. Mitchell Trubisky is dog ass. And I get them all in before uh before Lent tomorrow. The the reality is, um, three years ago, or sorry, two years ago when he was coming out of Buffalo, it made sense if you want to bring him in as your backup. Because he actually the numbers in Chicago weren't that bad. They weren't that good, but they weren't that bad. The numbers of the last two years in Pittsburgh have been awful. Like he didn't look like an NFL quarterback this year. And the point stands by Peterlin. The best argument in the whole damn thing was he got benched for Mason Rudolph. All old concave forehead Mason Rudolph is the guy that he got benched for. And by the way, two years ago, he was benched for Kenny Pickett. So, like, the only thing necessary to really say this guy is just not the kind of guy you want us back up because I realize there are Trubisky family members here and hi. Thank you for listening. Hey, you're good for your son. Local success story. But this is like the only thing missing is he got benched for PJ Walker. The only other thing I need to see to tell me that like, yes, you need a good backup this year. In that, I agree with Ken. You need to find a backup that fits what you do here. Guys, On if, if Mitchell Trubisky were from Greensboro, North Carolina, would we be saying anything about this dude as the Browns' backup quarterback? I'll answer the question for you. No. No. I, I don't understand the obsession with this guy. It was during the draft. It has been uh, after he was done in Chicago. It was last year. Like, even after he got benched there, we had people in the offseason calling us and like, hey, you should uh, – If they cut that Trubisky guy, we should bring that guy in. Which one of the five interceptions and four touchdowns make you think? And actually, the last two years, it's been eight touchdowns and ten interceptions across two years. Which one of those makes you think that's the guy that's going to be your Joe Flacco next year if Deshaun Watson gets hurt again? Or which family member are you that is calling us suggesting we bring in Mitch Trubisky? Well, we know that Ken stands for Brock Purdy because he's friends with people from Iowa State. Is he just a close family friend of the Trubisky's? Is he just using his radio show to like to fully pander to personal relationships in this business? Like, ah, you know, I was down on the Trubisky tree farm the other day, and oh, Mitchie was looking so good. It's like yeah. the, it's like the scene from Moneyball. He's walking around the Indian's office. And he's like, all right, whose nephew are you? Yes. Like I just I. And here's the thing. I think Ken is on a an island with this. I think there's like 10 people that act people that actually would like Mitch Trubisky here. And Ken is one of them. I don't even think it's like 10 people plus Ken. I think it's nine people plus Ken. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like who the hell? And listen, you're going to polish a turd the, and we'll get into the other part of this. Nine of the 10 guys that could bring in this off season. We're going to be polishing a turd on with a backup. We did it with Jacoby. He ended up being pretty darn good. Yeah. There is the argument to be opened up about Kevin Stefanski's ability to polish I, turds I, I, and turn them into beautiful coal. I, I mean, Joe Flacco was sitting on a couch in November because he was not very good. Let's be honest about it. He was not very good in New York with the jets. And actually his last good game in the NFL 
came here in Cleveland against the Browns. And granted, the Browns basically handed him the game and he was glad to take it. But but like let's be realistic about it. And then what's Joe Flacco do? He has the five best weeks of his career. And this is a guy that's won an NFL MV or uh that's won a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. But there has to be limits to his godlike ability to turn slap asses into asses. I don't even someone ever's Wait, better than slap. I was trying to turn something better, like just remove the slap. That didn't work. Uh, being a better player. Take two. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, you can polish some coal into diamonds. It doesn't mean the man has the Midas touch for every coal. Guys, maybe he PJ does. Walker sucked. Okay. Like, yeah, they won with PJ Walker. They that, won in spite of PJ Walker. But that's why they went and got Joe Flacco. <laughs> well, and DTR. DTR is another reason. A fifth round pick this last year is why you went to go get Joe Flacco. So, this idea that, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter because Kevin's going to turn him into like Terminator. Uh, Kevin's going to get terminated if he puts his ass on the line for Mitch Trubisky. Oh, you mean he's not going to pull a Hugh Jackson and but, say, trust me on this one? But this is where I disagree with Keith. Keith did the thing that we always, that we sometimes do because Keith went after Ken on this, which I, more of that, even though Ken then went after me. How did I, or went after us, the royal we. He didn't go after me specifically, but he took shots at the show and I don't forget things, Ken. All right, except anything that really matters. Personal grudges though, I'm Hungarian, brother. <laughs> I'll take this one to the abyss. Now, all this being said, where was I? Who am I? What am I doing here? All this being said. Personal Keith, grudges and where Keith went wrong. Keith, Keith did make it seem like everyone was agreeing with Ken. Ken was on a friggin' island. It was Ken and like two people left over on that island from when a different guy used to own it and Bill <laughs> Gates would pop by with Bill Clinton occasionally. All right? It's... Ken did not have this. This was not a widely. This wasn't Hawaii. This wasn't a widely populated uh, island that everybody wanted to go to. Mahalo. No, it was Ken and three guys named Steve, and it was a little weird. That's where you got me. Well, because when you tweeted Ken, out, I you, can't believe people I, I, actually want Mitchell Trubisky. Well, I was like, I found That's the one island. guy. I found the island. The illusions of Alaska. That's where Ken is. It's the illusions of delusional Cleveland Browns fan and Ken Carmen. For the people that were listening, they people. got the fact that by people I meant uh, Ken. But, I, no. but honestly, I put the poll up on our, our show page earlier today that said Ken Carmen wants the Browns to sign Mitch Trubisky. Anyone else in favor of that move? And 87% of people are against it. And so, Which shocks me that 13% are actually for it. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. But how many you, was the, the total uh, vote getting? It's uh, 610 right now. Okay, so I, I was going to say Keith kind of like. So it's like 60 people. He missed the lead there. 13% actually wanted Mitch. Well, no, but see, this is what we got to stop doing in this country. Hey, 13% of people agree with me. I'm vindicated. No, when only 13% of people agree with you. You are on a far limb of an island, and all of a sudden, something's going to come ashore and knock you back into the ocean. All right? Like, bare minimum for me to buy into your argument, you got to have at least 25%. You get 25% of people to agree with your take, and I'll be on it. But the idea that 13% of 600 people agreed with Ken Carmen, island. You are on an island. This is yours, and your take is no longer pure. You're not sure what to say, are you? Because it kind of went at everybody there. You, you did. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay out of the crossfire here. Um, yeah. Everything you said. Uh, I've actually, even going back to the draft, though, uh, when he was coming out, I was against Mitch Trubisky. But it had more to do with the overplayed he's from here thing. 
Like, I didn't want that for the kid. It's an awful take. I, I know. No, I did not want it for that kid like, to have to have that pressure on him to come here and try and save the Browns. Like, nothing good was going to come from that situation. And then he went to Chicago, and I saw him get chewed up and spit out there, and I was like, the Browns don't make many good decisions. That might have been one of their best ones that they've made. And a Mitchell Trubisky, by the way, would have been much worse here, but that's neither here nor right. there. Um, 216-474-0092. Ken Carmen continues to pine for Mitchell Trubisky in Cleveland. Are you lustful? Mitch. Come I, on. Wasn't it Mitchie? Didn't it? Mitchie. Mitchie, in, in come that? on. I, I don't know. I do think in this, this godforsaken Mitchell Trubisky conversation, because I was actually going to do something – I was going to use Zach Wilson to make the point, but I can use Mitchell Trubisky to make the point. Um, Mitchell Trubisky would mitigate some of the blowback if you brought him in as your backup or third stringers. Ken tried to hedge his comments this morning on. Not that I remember that specifically, him moving it from he's being your backup to now all of a sudden he's backing up DTR and your third string quarterback to be he's being a, a camp arm. I, that's not exact. He, he's your new Easton stick. Um, with he's all this, holding the chains of practice. He is. He's, he's instead of clipboard Jesus, he's a scout team Jesus, right? He is, he is a back he, of the ble- He's practice squad Jesus. He, he's running to get the brooms for the quarterback's coach. But, but in all reality, nobody would be calling for Mitchell Trubisky if he was from Pittsburgh. Nobody would be calling for him if he was from uh, our Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Wellington Heights, Virginia, or from Boardman, uh, Ohio, Poughkeepsie. Uh, no, Boardman's too close. Okay, that's we we will claim Boardman as Cleveland adjacent. Well, I, I thought that Bernie just had the Boardman thing locked down, and we just weren't going to dip back that's, into that. Well, it's a man away, man. All right, put some respect on a man away, man. We men away, men. We pl- we pride ourselves on being man away, men. Uh, me and Bernie together. That was weird. With that being said, the Mitchell Trubisky point can be made. If this was any other dude, you're going to hate that move. But that is the life-size elephant in the Browns offseason room. One, I don't think Joe Flacco's coming back. Everybody said the right thing, and every itself, you know, he's comeback player of the year. The Browns are open to it. He's open to it. The problem is no longer can can Joe do what he did in the NFL. The problem is, is Joe going to fit this new offense? And I am, I am, I am like on the fence whether the Browns are actually going to do. Like, there's a part of me that does think, for all the great things about Kevin, that Kevin's a little stubborn. There's a part of me that thinks Kevin might be too stubborn to actually go all in and build the offense around Deshaun. 
And it's the one landmine that Kevin Stefanski has to avoid this offseason of being stubborn about his love of the the play-action game and his love of on-schedule throws because they might not work for Deshaun. That wasn't a huge part of what they did in Houston with Bill O'Brien. But, boy, those on-schedule throws look so good with Joe Flacco. But, like, they do, but that's the problem. You're not going to be doing those things. No. So either I just wish they were. I, well, but that's a that's a personal philosophy based off of something that we've seen that we've liked, but no longer suits the best quarterback on your roster. Right. So if Joe Flacco, like the reason why Joe Flacco worked this last year is not that he fits in any system in the NFL. It's because he fit that system that they ran last year better than your own starting quarterback. Yeah. And, so, th- and therein lies your problem, and therein lies the reason why they've made the coaching staff changes that they've made this offseason. So if they are going to change the offense, then the fit for Joe is no longer going to put him in the same situation, which means Joe's value to you is not the same thing as it was four months ago. And there is the intrinsic value to a team, and then there's the emotional value to the fan. So honestly, you want to talk about what Mitch Trubisky does? Mitch Trubisky actually does fit a spread offense probably better than (laughs) Joe Flacco does. He, you shouldn't sign him because he is roasted dog butt. Like, you just shouldn't do it. If you're if you're going to bank your whole season on, eh, maybe Mitchell Trubisky can save us. Honestly, just stop wasting your time and stop huffing glue because it just ain't going to happen. All right? Like, I get it. Kevin Stefanski has the Midas touch now until he doesn't. And I don't want that until he doesn't to be next year. But even if even if Mitchell fits better than Joe Flacco, this does remain the point. They're not going to bring back Joe Flacco. I would be shocked if they brought back Joe Flacco. So would I. They just know the bad optics of coming out and saying, we're not, we're not going to bring him back. And their hope, I would guess their hope is. Someone just signs him right away that, and solves the problem that for That somebody comes out and gives him that Jacoby Brissett $8 million deal. Right. Gives him enough money that you can say, well, we didn't want to put $8 million towards a backup. And the like, Tennessee Titans come swooping in. And and all of a sudden, he's there to help Will Levis become yeah. the 15th best quarterback in the NFL. Be, be our bridge. But I just think, like, I do think this is a great exercise. Guys, I don't think there's going to be a backup quarterback brought in that you like more than Joe Flacco. And I think that is the number one thing. You know who, I, should, you know who should sign Joe Flacco? Who's that? The New England Patriots. Um, I don't know. You kind of got to have a young, established quarterback there, but I digress. The bigger reason why I'm pointing this out is, and this is, I think, the, I think how Browns fans are going to go into looking for the new backup is they're going to go insert backup versus Joe Flacco, and it's not going to be a one-for-one because for the Browns, it's not who do we like more. It's who fits behind Deshaun and fits the offense, and honestly, it's been the thing the Browns have been the worst at, like Jacoby Brissett being the backup for Deshaun Watson. You can't build the same offense around Jacoby that you can around Deshaun. So that right. was a flawed premise, no matter how good Jacoby looked in this offense for the first six or seven games of that season. See, you're But this concern- is what Browns are, fans are going to do, and I, 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 like, I, I worry for you guys in terms of your expectations because you're going to say, Marcus Mariota, is he better than Joe Flacco? That's not the conversation. It is, do, do, does whatever player, insert back up here, do they fit your system, do they fit as a backup behind Deshaun better than Joe? And I think there's a whole host of names that probably fit that line. Um, and maybe even Joe Flacco, over, or maybe even Mitchell Trubisky over Joe Flacco. And I think that's going to leave some Browns fans disappointed. To your point about being concerned about Kevin Stefanski being stubborn, 
not worried about it. Because if Kevin Stefanski wanted to be stubborn, we would have kept Alex Van Pelt. Um, yeah, I mean, he was pretty stubborn with the things that held Baker back three years ago and and kind of conforming a system no, 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 around I, Bacon. I, 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 well, I, I, Baker, not Bacon. I do like Bacon, though. Yes, and I like that. Baker. I like Baker and Bacon. But no, I mean, I think my point is where his stubbornness is not – his stubbornness comes in what he's really comfortable with in an offense. Yeah. And until proven otherwise, like they ran the same offense the second year, Baker clearly chafed in that offense, including on-schedule throws, and they didn't change it around Baker. Right. Now, that is a little bit of, we and didn't draft that guy, he's I, not our guy, and he's a pain in the ass. I was just about to say that. But the problem is, then you open up a can of worms by moving on from that guy, whether it was a pain in the butt or not. You then opened up the can of worms and took a, the biggest risk this organization's taken in 50 yep. years in trading for Deshaun, talent and off-the-field stuff all at the same time. And so, to this point, that hasn't worked out. And so, I've seen it, well, it worked out once with Baker, and then it didn't work out. It does worry you, like all right, are we going to fall back on our principles of what we like to see on offense, or are we going to fall back on making this thing work with him? And that goes, honestly, guys, that does tie hand-in-hand with what you do at backup. Here's my my question that I still have about the whole Deshaun thing and, and Kevin building the offense, right? Because, now, I realize part of this might have been lip service uh, by Deshaun because he got $230 million fully guaranteed, so he's going to say everything and anything to prop up Kevin, prop up the Browns, but... Where are all of those concepts that Kevin allegedly showed Deshaun of how he was going to build this offense around him, right, and exploit all the good things that Deshaun does with the football in his hands? Where is that offense? And is that the offense that we are going to finally get to see this year with Ken Dorsey as the offensive coordinator? That's the question, right? Because – that was the narrative after the signing, setting aside the set it, setting aside the off the field situation and waiting for the punishment to come down. All that the narrative was, I was from Deshaun was I was blown away. The Browns wanted to talk football with me. Kevin Stefanski promised that he was going to design this offense around me, and that's what I'm excited about. And not the two hundred and thirty million dollars fully guaranteed. Well. Are we going to finally now going to see the offense that Kevin Stefanski promised you when he flew to Houston to visit with you? On Twitter, we've got just a victim saying uh, they want to sign Mitch to be veteran minimum as number three. Fine. I really don't want to see him in live action in a Browns uniform. Um, I, I have news for you. <laughs> You're probably the number three quarterback, unfortunately, might be seen on the field in, in about week uniform. eight at this pace. I mean, you got to quarterback five. I Listen, yeah. I, I still I, listen. I'm not out on DTR. I actually I would. There was a big part of me that would have been fine if he had stayed healthy, giving him every chance to see if he could spark something, given that honestly, he he does fit this system like the system they're supposed to run. With Deshaun Watson. Which was part of the reason they drafted him. Exactly. But I don't think you can just bring in a third camp body. And I understand that this is, in some ways, is out of the Browns' They're control. They're going to. They're going to have three quarterbacks. I mean, Andrew they, Berry's they been will. very clear about they that. They will, but the difference between taking a guy in the seventh round and taking and signing a Marcus Mariota, there's a wide gap between those two things. That's fair. And so I'm totally okay with DTR continuing to develop here given that you were so comfortable with where he was in his development, you bailed three weeks in and the injury gave you that road, in fairness. Um, I think it tells you 
that you can't just go into this and say, well, we're going to bring in Mitch as the third quarterback and we're going to be fine. Well, you know, we like that Jeff Driscoll guy who looked like absolute ass in week 18 and stole all the Browns' momentum. It wasn't his fault. It was the Browns' fault, but I digress. But, like, one of the things I am judging them on is not, are you going to bring Joe Flacco back? Because I don't think he fits. But am I going to be judging them off of what they do at backup quarterback? A hundred percent. Because you can tell me you've got faith in Deshaun staying healthy all you want. It's a shoulder injury. Nobody knows. I mean, hell, Carolina had a lot of faith in Cam coming off the first shoulder injury. He was still laboring two years later when he when it got hurt again, and it really wrecked his career. He wasn't the same guy that could chuck it down the field 80 yards like when he was a rookie on the first shoulder injury, let alone the second rotator cuff injury. And that's but, why I have been less than uh, confident about Deshaun returning to the player he was in Houston mm-hmm. because this is an unknown. Yes, the rehab, they say it's going well, okay? Uh, the next rehab that we're told that's not going well will be the first. Two things we always hear with injuries. Surgery was successful. Rehab is going well. Doesn't mean it's always going well. So I just take all that with a grain of salt until I see it with my two eyes that, oh, yeah, he's throwing the ball the way we saw him throw the football when he first got here. So it's probably no, it's most likely no on Joe Flacco. It should be no on Mitchell Trubisky. But guys, I like it that you called him Mitchell. That was very, well, that was nice. Trying to be, you know, I called him dog, but I still want to be respectful as I can. But I think when it comes to the bigger picture, I think every Browns fan is going to be gauging that backup that they do sign against Joe. I don't know that's fair to the Browns. I don't know it's fair to expect that from the Browns. And honestly, guys, backups are a backup for a reason, and they are perceptionally challenged. Really good. Geno Smith was a guy that people said for a long people said for a long time. I can't believe you were having that backup, um, Russell Wilson. But do you not? Three years later, he took over. The most popular player on the Browns roster is drumroll, please. The long snapper, the backup quarterback. I killed the bit on purpose. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.